Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are episode 217, baby! Johnny, I saw you concentrating extra hard on that intro. What's that? I saw you concentrating extra hard on that intro, and you nailed it, buddy. Thank you so much. I haven't been speaking words well today. Uh, surely nothing to worry about on that. Definitely not signs of a brain injury or anything uh, that you would need to worry about. I was listening to an episode of Mark Maron's podcast, uh, WTF. You heard of it? Uh, no. All right. It's a podcast. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he was talking as he gets older. He forgets words and sentences, and it terrified me. Because as you know, diction is all I have. It is true. That's the one last thing that you cling to in this sad, sad life that you're living. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Your diction is very strong, as are many other things in your life. Thank you. My biceps. How yes. are you? Uh, pretty good. Uh, went to the gym today. So, For your biceps. Uh, no, no muscle work. Mostly just working on the heart. I'm fat and I haven't moved you in a while. You went to therapy at the gym? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just really opened it up, uh, poured it out. Uh, no, I just did the Stairmaster and then did the recumbent bike for half an hour. It was lovely. What's the, what's the last thing you said? The recumbent bike. It's the one where you're sitting down lower. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I did 30 minutes on the, on the exercise bike today as well. Very nice. Uh, our guest looks like he yeah. Wants our guest to laugh is losing his mind, and it's very unprofessional. And I'm honestly pissed off that uh, we. Do you think it's about us here. trying to exercise? Uh, I don't know. He seemed to lose his mind at the word recumbent, and I don't understand. All right. Well, do you want to introduce him and get um, the charade over with? Not really, but I guess, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. <laughs> it, recumbent. It has the word uh, "come" in it. No. <laughs> The thing that actually is making me laugh is like the stairmaster is difficult. Sorry, real quick. Uh, thanks for having me, boys. It's great to be here. Uh, Thank you for being here. Uh, <laughs> the <laughs> like the stairmaster is very difficult, and then the recumbent bike is like <laughs> kind of a break. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's why I did it second. You idiot! I know. I go I'm really so- hard. I go hard on the stairmaster, and then I just ride on the no. recumbent bike for half an hour. I burn another. Sorry. Burn another three hundred calories, and I feel great. I need to let you into my world. Sorry. I imagined you just kind of like a leisurely stroll up the stairs, and then going hard as fuck on the recumbent bike. <laughs> okay. Fair. All right. <laughs> Woo! The stairs were your warm up, and the recumbent bike was the. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. <laughs> like he's in a recumbent bike marathon. <laughs> Whew, all right. Sorry. Maybe that was just for me. How are we doing, boys? James, I'm doing pretty well. James, are you considering, uh, once you get going and, and you do a bunch of cardio and stuff, like introducing some weights into your life? Uh, yes. That is uh, ideally my my goal. Um, I would love to do a lot of weights. But currently, I... I have a uh, ski trip out west in March coming up, and I haven't moved my body in probably over a year, so I don't want my heart to explode uh, when I just start to ski on very difficult terrain out of nowhere. So right, I'm just trying right, right, to right. just focus on cardio for the next month and just 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 raise my level just off the floor. It doesn't have to be high. It just has to get yeah. so that I don't die, basically. I like so, it. Mm-hmm. I've been... Uh, 
I've been swinging kettlebells lately, and I really it's like a nice mix of weights and cardio that I've really been enjoying lately. And kettlebells. There's my unsolicited advice. Sorry, actually, let me backtrack just a sec. Uh, nope, lost it. Keep going, John. <laughs> um, Johnny, if you don't think I have, I'd say close to a dozen times had kettlebells in my buck my basket on various uh, websites to buy over the last three years, you're out of your mind. Of course, like they always look wonderful. I never pull the trigger. Um, well, and no, you've already done the hardest part. <laughs> yeah, putting them, them in the basket. basket. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It takes a lot to lift them <laughs> yeah. up and then carry them in a different carrying apparatus. You know, right? It's a physical basket we're talking about with kettlebells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah, online great. or anything. Yeah. Like that. Do you think uh, future generations will not understand the concept of putting something in a physical basket because they're just used to shopping online? Like how the camera icon on phones is not, or even the phone icon on phones is not the a phone, phone icon, anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably. But they also probably won't have time to think about that when they're running away from the berserkers. Yeah, true. Right. I cannot wait to join the berserkers, right. by the way. I hope I get recruited. <laughs> <laughs> that phone thing really makes you think. Why don't they just make the whole plane out of the black box? <laughs> Johnny, it sure does make you think. <laughs> um, Joey, I would love to hear you went to Chicago this weekend, did you not? I did. Please tell us all about your food escapade. No, someone else go. <laughs> Sorry. All right, James, what did you do this weekend? Uh, um, I uh, nothing really. I I I cooked some. I made some easy pulled chicken, and that's about it. When you say it was so easy, you happy was it like with, slutty with what you did? Yeah, I fucked that chicken, Joe. Thank you. I barely had to ask. And Johnny, yes, I'm Joe. It's your fault that we're yes, here. Yes, I'm happy. We had to hear. We had to hear the phrase "pulled chicken" because of you. Yeah, I'll tell you who else does some pulling chicken is those uh, those turkeys over in Congress. Guys, I had a great weekend food wise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was in Chicago, Chi Town, City of Angels, and uh, had a blast uh, eating all of their various uh, unhealthy foods. Um, I went to Portillo's and I got the Italian beef sandwich, just tremendous, uh, with yeah. some jardinera on it. And I also drank a cake from Portillo's. Could not recommend it highly enough. Just a real sit on the couch thir- for 30 minutes afterward thinking about what you've done to yourself and who you are kind of move. A cake shake feels like it was a dessert made for you. It really is exactly up my alley because it's it's the quickest cake delivery system. Uh, yeah, it's just mainlining cake. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could inject it, but you probably die so this is probably as close to that as you can get and in, in, i've never had portillos what's the consistency like are you drinking it with a straw or are you using a spoon if you're going for a straw you it's gonna be a, it's tough sledding i for the first bit of it was just kind of shake like tilting upward and, and then when it just like a like a frosty from wendy's type type level yes it's like a t- it's like a okay. touch more liquidy than that and then Okay. You get to the bottom of it, and there's still a couple bigger chunks of cake left around, uh, along with some of the frosting that is working as a binding agent. And those are those are some nice chunky scoops. But it is like just drinking. It. So those those are those are spoon scoops. Yeah, big time. Um, Love it. It's if you're if you're on a <laughs> if you're on a food journey that does not include uh, health in any way, I, I I could not recommend a Portillo's cake shake highly enough. Um. Uh, and the Italian beef. Yeah. Uh, I've also I've had Italian beef. I've never had one from from Portillo's. 
It was what? Uh, what makes the beef Italian? Uh, it, so it uses its hands a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah does it, it talks with it with its hooves? <laughs> yeah, you guys got it. No notes. Uh, yeah, it, it's it dipped. I believe is would be the term because the bread is all soggy. Um, and then it's got a Dairy Queen coating of chocolate yeah, on the and peanuts. Um, and then the jardinera is like a nice spice slash crunch. Um, it's delicious. I, if I had to compare it to anything that feels closer to universal, it's like a fully loaded like Arby's beef sandwich without any cheddar. In terms of the the way that the beef is thinly sliced and clearly been submerged in something. Got it. Um, but it's fantastic. We love it. What else? Uh, we went to a place called Gibson Steakhouse. Uh, had the most gregarious waiter. Shout out to Carl. Uh, I would die for you. You're the best person I've met ever, maybe. Um, Whoa. Yeah, and I've met my wife, and she's awesome. We're both right here. Oh, yeah, you guys are maybe top 50. Pretty fucked up, Joe. <laughs> top 50. Come on our show, and you talk about some <laughs> other guy who you just met? <laughs> I'm gonna get kicked. You know? I'm gonna get kicked out before we get a sponsor. Foreshadowing, uh, but uh, um, we had what, I can't remember what kind of. Oh, it's a Chicago steak. It's like they're cut, um, coated in garlic and uh, pepper, and seared to perfection with the biggest uh, double baked potato I have ever seen. I will send pictures. Um, and we had some creme brulee for dessert, which normally isn't my thing, but this was delicious. Uh, what is a Chicago's cut? That's a great question, what John. Part of the, it's a, it's what a part piece of, the of beef that talks have? with its hands. <laughs> uh, hold that thought. You, can you guys vamp while I figure it out? Yeah, 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 yeah. James. So I, bet, I bet it's a really not great cut of steak that they plus up and are like, Chicago. Uh, it's WR Chicago Cup from Gibson Steakhouse. It is. Uh, hold on, hold the phone. Well, keep holding on. So you swing the kettlebells, and then <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay, you have ready? you put any holes in your drywall, Johnny? No, I wish. Oh man, this is how Gibson's describes WR's Chicago Cut. It is their signature steak. The Gibson's prime WR Chicago Cut is a feast in itself. Deep marbling provides savory goodness to make this steak a big standout in the flavor department. If you love ribeye, this steak is for you. Make the WR the main event at your next party. In the mid-90s, well-known Chicago Tribune food critic William Rice came in for dinner and said that Gibson should have its own signature steak. We went to our meat purveyor and asked for a prime prime cut of meat that could be Gibson's signature steak. The bone-in ribeye, an unknown cut at the time, was a great fit for our menu. So it's a bone-in ribeye. Okay, great. An unknown. They didn't know about bone and ribeyes in the nineties. Yeah, maybe that's that's like a weird thing that's that's more recent than you think it is. Like a like an example that I maybe have off the top of my head that's not coming. Right, right like now. the dunk contest getting could. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I just want to point out, Joy, that the amount your mouth is salivating talking about this food is palpable. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I know you're yeah. hearing it. It was truly uh, un. Uh, uh, I'm going to say a top 10 meal uh, in my life. Because we also had a uh, crab cake as an appetizer. Outstanding. Chicago, known for their crab. Um, And then we did some pizza? We did some pizza. We went to Pequod's, uh, which, from what I gather, is not proper, like, Lou Malnati's deep dish, but was essentially, like, a pan pizza 
that felt like a bridge between a Chicago style and a Detroit style. I thought it was phenomenal. I like Pequots. Yeah, it is. It doesn't feel like the I'm a tourist and I came to Chicago to eat deep dish pizza. It's a little bit not as you know like the the TikToks it would show. You. Feels like more of a local spot. Um, the the vibe inside was very much like uh, we yeah we're trying to fend off anyone who wants to make this thing bigger than it is like a Luminati's might be or like an Uno's might be. Um, it was lovely. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Nice. Well, that sounds excellent. Chicago, great food town. Chicago, the city I was born in, the city that has my basketball allegiances to this day and breaks my heart. You like uh, Chicago Loyola? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Loyola Marymount guy. <laughs> uh, uh, what did great. you get into, Johnny? Um, I've still been eating like an idiot. I made salmon tonight. I think we're going to do salmon Mondays. Okay. Salmon's delicious. It's healthy. Uh, yeah, I've been eating healthy. I made some more chicken stock this weekend. I'm gonna make a mulligatani once my whole thirty is up in one day's time. And obviously, no, I know, uh, I know what that is. But what, and so do uh, I. <laughs> and you know, no, no, Joe, does, for Joe, explain, explain what a mulligatani yeah, is. Explain it to me again. A thing that I definitely know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've made it before. Uh, it is uh, a soup. Uh, what is its origin? Let's look. It's a South Indian soup originally. Uh, literally means pep means pepper water. Oh, interesting. Uh, the version that I make is with uh, chicken stock, bunch of spices, bunch of chicken, uh, a little bit of yogurt. It's very good. Mulligatawny is a soup which originated from South Indian cuisine. Okay. Now the versions that I'm seeing here uh, don't have any alphabets in them. Is this something <laughs> that we could maybe turn into alphabets? Yeah, I think probably. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's like curry powder, carrots, onions, celery. All right, some just, yogurt. I feel like it's this great. is apropos for the episode we're about to do, but it, I, I think you could really there's something to be said for uh, plussing up certain cuisines and trying to heighten things. I think there's a lot of work to be done in dumbing things down and taking and taking elevated dishes and making them alphabets or whatever the Alpha, fuck else. Yeah, alphabet noodles is a great place to start with that. Yeah, right. The sp- spaghettiification of, of high, fine dining. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of a Nona in Italy just like, now the C is the most difficult one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm making the spaghetti O's. <laughs> <laughs> The key is to uh, add to the hot dogs. Sorry, keep going, Johnny. <laughs> oh, no, I got nothing else. Uh, James, did you have any any other food to discuss other than your pulled chicken? Um, No, not really. Um, it was just like a regular regular week. Um, I did strain my neck uh, last week, and it still hurts. Nice. It's worse than it's ever been. I don't know what's going on. Uh, really uncomfortable to sleep, um, and that's, you know... Being 34 years old, I guess. It just happens Aging when you wake up. fucking sucks. Well, what's cool is you're going to be 35 soon. That is true. Uh, yeah, and I've heard everything gets much better. Yeah, once you're over that particular hill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just like right. this, yeah, yeah. it's like just getting over little humps. They, they talk about going over I the found, hill, but once you get over the hill, you don't have to keep it's all, yeah, it's Yeah, it's all smooth sailing from there on out. <laughs> I find that my body feels real good in years that are divisible by seven. That's a big thing <laughs> that I've experienced. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we talk about Big Night, the film? 
Oh, the film. I thought you were just talking about a nice time with our buds, which we're having right now. Tonight? It's a Let's big night. Let's talk about the biggest night. James, did you play poker this weekend? Um, I did. I won. It was great. Um, you won. I did. You won I won some cash. I won $25. It was wonderful. Boo, nice, win more next time. Yeah. Buried people. Right. Oh, and then the, my one big food adventure, I had a wonderful um, buffalo. I had half of a buffalo chicken pizza because I... I'm also doing Whole30, but my, my Whole30 is eat entire pizzas as often is, as yeah. possible. Is a Whole30, like, as a half hour, you ate a half hour. No, no, of pizza. My, the goal in January is to eat a Whole30 pizzas in the month of January. <laughs> and I, I'm a little right. behind, but I'll get there. Sure. <laughs> By the time this episode comes out, I will no longer be Whole30. I might have to have some pizza this weekend. I think That'll you might sweet. have to. Call me crazy. That would be sweet. Uh, but Big Night is a film. Stanley Tucci's in it. Some other people are in it. I still haven't seen it since the last time he made something from Big Night, which was the Il Timpano. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this. What do you guys think is your biggest night ever? And you can't say your wedding. My biggest night. Uh, I'm going to go with my wedding. Um, (laughs) Damn it. uh, When you say big, what qualifies as big? What are we... You You can define it however you want. Exactly. Biggest night of my life. I'll go first. The night I met James' wife. (laughs) 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 Uh, No, I I asked this and didn't have anything ready, so that's on me. Great. We don't have to keep going with this. I once had a big night in college where we went to the gym and played basketball and then went to the dining hall and came back, and then I couldn't sleep because we played basketball at night. Wow. So I laid in bed for a long time. Man, your, your college was fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 this was a Tuesday. I would say uh, one big night that comes to mind is a night. It was the night I, I walked for graduation um, for college. I then went to my friend's house and we drank until 6 a.m. We literally are. We like put down our cups and we're like, hey, we all need to go home because the sun is up. The sun it's had back. risen and it was like, oh, and like we were still playing like flip cup and like going yeah. and like it's the longest I've ever drank. It's the most fun I've ever had over a period of eight, nine hours. And then yeah. all of a sudden it was like, this has to stop. Like we can't yeah. do this anymore or we'll die. That would be mine. My Mine as a branch off from that is uh, Michigan versus Notre Dame in 2011 the University of Michigan's first ever night game, which we won in spectacular fashion. And then similarly, we're up to like five drinking. It was a yeah. big night. Well, it didn't. My, my night had no fucking risotto. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have. What's your biggest night that involves uh, a rice dish? <laughs> I think it was. I, I actually have an answer for this. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> it was uh, late 2019, uh, pre-pandemic. It, the pandemic was but a glint in all of our eyes. Uh, and we had friend of the pod, Eric uh, Schmidt, over uh, and his wife. And Amanda made risotto. And uh, braised short rib, and we ate it, and then we went and saw Wolfpack live at Madison Square Garden. Wow, it was a big night. Was that a was that uh, was it a dish that lent itself well to a uh, concert afterwards, or do you wish you'd eaten something lighter? I think because we had some time to like digest on the train, I think it went over well, and it also provided a nice base for the booze that we were to have later on. There you go. Well, we love it. Um, none of <laughs> us have seen this movie. It's about food, and maybe we'd like it. I think that's fair to say. 
Uh, it's got a pretty solid cast. Uh, we got the Tooch, Stanley Tucci, uh, Tony Shalhoub, Mini Driver, Ian Holm, a.k.a. Bilbo Baggins, the OG Bilbo Baggins. Uh, Allison Janney's in here. It's a, it's a solid-looking squad. Is this an 80s movie? This is a early nineties, mid nineties, January ninety or September nineteen ninety six. Okay. Oh, okay. Nice. The Yankees are doing very well. Yeah, they are. Baby, about to start a fucking dynasty, dog. The Red Wings are also doing very well. Eh, Whatever. (laughs) We're all coming off the high of Atlanta ninety six. Yep. Carrie Strug has captured the sentiment of the nation. The Chicago Bulls are about to uh, start their second run of dominance. Ah, a beautiful time. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, he makes risotto. He makes three different kinds of risotto. So he makes a seafood risotto, he makes a pesto risotto, and then he makes a plain one. It's meant to look like the Italian flag. Uh, his seafood risotto looks orange, so it looks like an Irish flag, which is yeah. fun. That's a fun note to the end of it. Winds up uh, looking like risotto, a shit flag. Risotto is great. I love risotto. Big I Yeah, I adore risotto. It's not something I've ever made um, because it is labor-intensive, but I do... I love I love a mushroom risotto. Ooh, a good Ooh, mushroom yeah. risotto is so good. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. It's such a it's good. It's labor dish. intensive, but it is. It's simple. It's like complex right. but simple at the same time. I mean, you're there the whole time, but it's not. You're not really doing. If, if much. you get your mise en place at a time, like you know, get your cheese ready before you add it, and have your stock all, all set to go. It is again. It's easy, but it just takes a while. I Amanda has mostly done it, and I have helped, and I would like to make it myself in the near future. Joe's a helper. I'm a helper. I'm a sous chef. Uh, yeah. The so the, he makes the seafood one first. He does a couple weird things here. One, well, this part isn't weird, but he just says start off with shrimp shells. No, uh, <laughs> no idea where the shrimp yeah, are. I'll just, Nothing. Yeah, no, not even a hint. Of where the pr- he got yeah there were prawns too like not even a hint of where the prawns or shrimp were there wasn't even like a throwaway line of I used the shrimp for this no nope, right. just take had, your he shrimp just had shells like a, a like, pile yeah, of shells, shells just laying <laughs> around um before we get too far I'm gonna say something I don't love a seafood stock I don't I like seafood but seafood stock feels like all the criticisms that people who don't like seafood coming true in that it's just it tastes like low tide water okay you are you like taking shots of seafood stuff no but i've had like (laughs) like um i've had like seafood ramens and i've had um like there are certain soups like certain seafood soups that are not like cream based they're like more they're more made with like a seafood stock and it's not my favorite flavor too fishy Yes. Well, not even too fishy. Too yeah. I guess it's it's what people call fishy, but it's like it tastes like low tide. It's like briny and, and too. Ugh. There's something that doesn't f- translate to me. Do you guys yeah, think? Do you, you guys think you. briny would be a good name for a kid? Probably a daughter. Briny. Yeah. Well, that's what sure, LeBron absolutely. James named his daughter. He's got briny yeah, and yeah. briny. <laughs> Back to you guys. Um, I hear what you're saying, I, and I it does make sense, but I don't uh, agree with it. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, I yeah, I think, and that's what this podcast is about. It is minds coming together yep. and saying we don't have to agree on everything. Mm-hmm. I think as a baseline, you pro- there's some merit to it, but I think most stocks are a baseline for something, right? Like they should be 
added. And then if, I feel like if you pair this with cheese, you're probably, you know, in a good place. The part of the seafood stock that I did not like at all is he makes a lobster butter and he cooks two lobster tails and then deveins them and then cuts them into large pieces. And I thought it was going to end there, but then he blends it and yeah. then puts it into butter. Yeah. And I get the spirit of it is he he knew he was going to finish the risotto with butter and he wanted it to be a very seafoody butter. Sure. And I know that in the in the uh, the movie there's not really like chunks in it, but I would have just so much rather chunks of lobster on top instead of blending it to hell. Yeah, the the lobster butter was one of the most pointless things he's ever made on this show. <laughs> Truly. The fact that it didn't that it didn't receive special mention as like a oh and the lobster butter is what really set this thing off kind of I think proves the point. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, do you, Johnny not liking the pulverized aspect of this lobster component? Do you like a lobster bisque? Because that's something that I also had this weekend and enjoyed immensely. Oh, I love a lobster bisque. Yeah, I think lobster bisque is, bisque is fantastic. Because lobster bisque um, is largely like, like pulverized shell, right? Yeah, I mean that's how you. I mean that's an example of, of uh, something that starts with the seafood stock for sure. Yeah, but like, but there's also cre- there there's chunks? usually there's also a cream in a lobster bisque, and that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, totally. Like that the, it rounds it out. Yeah, that that smooths it out. But also, yeah, I don't love when a lobster bisque doesn't have discernible pieces of lobster in it. Well, that's what I was about to ask Joey. Were there chunks of lobster in your lobster bisque? No, this is a smooth bisque. That's a dog right. shit bisque, I, dog. Well, no, I think technically bisque is smooth. I think that's. I the, understand. But yes. have you ever had this is one of the this is one of the I don't I forget if I've told this story on here before, but have you ever had a moment where you realize that you are a low class person in a high class environment? Not me, All I'm better time. than everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Johnny, yeah, Johnny, <laughs> I don't expect this to land <laughs> with you. But I, nothing ever hit harder than my entire I went we we went my family and my our family friends, there were nine of us, and we piled into my 1998 Ford Aerostar, which was on its last legs. And we went to one of the most expensive restaurants in Tampa and we rolled up to this place. It only had valet parking. There was a belt issue with the car and you couldn't roll down the front window. So it squealed as we rolled up and you, we couldn't roll down the window to like talk to the valet. We had to open the door, all that, whatever we go in, we sit down and we all, all of us order the lobster bisque because everybody wants lobster bisque. And they bring it out. This is one of those places with like professional waiters. So they have like, it was awesome. So they come out and they put yeah. bowls down in front of us and the bowls have nothing in them except for a beautiful medium sized piece of lobster. That's okay. it. And then the waiters walk away and everyone oh, no. just looks at each other and we, nobody says anything, but everyone's like, what is happening? Just like, what, <laughs> what is this? And then, and then, they come back with what looks like a tea kettle and they pour the bisque over top of our lobster piece. Right. And as soon as he starts to pour, everyone at the table goes, oh, <laughs> at the same time. Like, we did not know. It was way too fancy a presentation for us. I thought for sure that was going to end with someone eating their piece for of sure. lobster. For sure. Well, that's right. what I thought. Everyone was like, everyone was like, when, so is this it? Is this what we just eat this? It was like, they they thankfully came back fast enough that nobody could grab their spoon. Right. How many more seconds before everyone just picks it up and eats uh, it? Maybe maybe thirty more seconds. Then I would have been like, all right, <laughs> I, I guess I'm just eating this lobster bisque, quote unquote. <laughs> this take yeah, on is the bisque, bisque in the lobster? Is that what's happening? <laughs> 
Yeah, what kind of yeah. what kind of what kind of horrid nightmare did you do to this <laughs> yeah. poor creature where you injected it with its own exoskeleton? <laughs> That's very, very funny. Anyhow. Uh yeah, so um, the lobster. So all, risotto... all this conversation has done has led me to uh is lead me to a Wikipedia page called List of Soups. Uh, okay. And we, we can get to that later. <laughs> oh, good. I can't wait for yeah. that. <laughs> people, um, are, people are craving the list of soups, Joe. <laughs> that feels like it's a sporkle quiz. <laughs> uh, okay, so the uh, seafood ahead, risotto is the first one he makes. The second one he makes is a pesto risotto. Uh, and the third one he makes is just a plain risotto with chicken stock. The pesto risotto used a vegetable stock, I believe. Uh Yes. All of these were like pretty straightforward. The part of the episode that I thought was interesting was he tries a couple like alternative risotto methods. He tries one in the oven, one in a pressure cooker, and basically the conclusion is make risotto the normal way. Yeah, doesn't that kind yeah. of technically not make it a risotto making it the other ways? Like doesn't Is yeah, that kind of the whole point of risotto is that it's made that special way to like right. give it the flavor that, and texture that, that, that it needs? That it's right. made like, by elderly Italian elbows that are locked in place from stirring yeah, in one yeah, particular yeah. way over the course of 60 years. Right. Because, like, risotto is the name of the dish. That's not, like, the type of rice it is. It's either, you know, arborio or canar- canaroli yeah. rice. I never say it right. And it's, like, the technique that makes it the dish. So, yeah, it is. He does say, like, relax, Italians. I'm going to make it the real way at the end. Because he knows like, yeah. that's going to yeah, be Yeah, and if there's, ever, if there's ever a people in the world who take being told to relax well, it's the Italians. <laughs> well, you, we all remember World War II when, when Hitler famously said to Mussolini, hey, just hold your horses, <laughs> you know? We all remember that. It's such a uh, dick move to tell someone to relax. Like, I, <laughs> like when I do it, I, which is sometimes I know that it's the most telling someone to relax is the most condescending thing. Um, yeah, yeah, but also sometimes people need to be told to fucking relax. You know, <laughs> people need to be told to chill the fuck out. Like, hey, fucking relax. chill, dude. Sometimes some of those people are not chilling the fuck out when they absolutely should. <laughs> yeah. And and sometimes I think it's because that it hasn't been suggested to them. <laughs> right. Like, has it ever worked in the history of humanity when you tell someone to relax and they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> hold on. Hadn't considered Wait, I that. Can do Good that. idea. <laughs> like you go, hey, 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 pal, relax. And they go, hold on, say that again. Whoa. I said, <laughs> I said, relax. Oh my god, relax. <laughs> I had not thought of that. I genuinely, I genuinely, you think it you think did I'm not bullshitting? cross my mind? I had not thought of that. <laughs> uh, out of these uh, three risottos, a pesto, a seafood, and a regular, which one would you be most stoked to eat? Regular. Yeah, I want to probably say regular. I, I'm going risotto. I'm going the seafood one. I think that'd be interesting. I think the seafood would be interesting. I think I would probably end up liking the regular the best, and I feel like I would probably take a courtesy bite of the pesto one and then go back to my business. Yeah, I, I would happily eat all three, but I the the regular sure. one I know would be my favorite. Yeah, because pesto is pesto is something that I can take or leave most of the time it, it was it's been overdone a million times it's fine it's delicious whatever um and then yeah my seafood thing I'd, i would be concerned that it would be too seafoody but i don't know yeah. 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 i like it um uh, I did have a thought at the end of the episode where he was like, said how it made all three risottos on the stovetop in the old fashioned way. 
it's it, like the fact that he had six burners going is kind of astounding. And it just made me think we've come a long way from the Traeger burger from Parks and Rec. And I think that's kind of nice. We're just making things on sure a hot have. plate. Yeah, we, we've, we've come a long way. And I think it's fun to appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, should we correspond with the coward? Yes. Let's, let's get. This comes to us from our buddy Ian. Uh, the headline is podcast email, short, sweet, and to the point. This is morning, babish boys. Glad you're potting again. Ian, the sentiment is not returned. <laughs> uh, James mentioned uh, a Florida cut through uh, that comes out in Ocala, and I've definitely done that a couple times. Yeah. Hope the Stark Bypass didn't confuse you. Wait, what? Uh don't worry about it, Johnny. Johnny, uh, us, us road warriors understand know what we're talking about, but okay, <laughs> you just keep living in your carless uh, existence, but all right. I feel like a bunch of words were just said. I'm like, was I here on this podcast? <laughs> you were. You were. Uh, he goes on. The loves truck stop about halfway through in Hawthorne usually has good parking even past 10 p.m. and is within walking distance of a decent Chinese restaurant. Ian. I'm gonna be honest. It's kind of nuts that you know all um, that. But I will say, shout out to Love's Truck Stops. I discovered them on this. I don't know if I mentioned it last oh, time. Oh, they're great. They're awesome. Holy mackerel! Love's is a fantastic road trip. Uh, they edition, really are. Wherever you can find I, one. Yeah, I loved. It. I, I got, got sunglasses at one. It was awesome. They got the snack game on point. They usually have like a decent area to sit and like relax mm-hmm. at. It's great. Mm-hmm. There's all. There's also usually like a, a sister store right next to it, maybe like a, an Arby's or something. It's great. Um, now for my question: You can only eat one food again without modifying it for the rest of your life. What is it? I think mine would be that pepperoni pizza from the Kentucky place I sent, or maybe chicken wings from Joe's Corner Pub in Panama City. Warm regards from Ian. I do not have an iPhone. Wait, is this first off? Is, okay. is the is the nature of the question? I can only eat this one thing. Let me double check to make sure. Yes, Read me the wording I, once I believe more. it's you can only eat one thing without changing it. Yes, you can only eat one food again without modifying. You can only eat one food again without modifying it for the rest of your life. Okay, yeah, it's one food for the rest of your life. Because if you're trying to make nutrition, like, can I take supplements? Like, am I going to get scurvy? Uh in this scenario, yes, you already have scurvy. Okay, great. This is a scurvy scenario. <laughs> let's say let's to open to yeah. open it up. Let's say you won't. Well, no, because then that does kind of. I was gonna say you right, won't do die. I, would just be like, chocolate. yeah, because like there's something that would be the cake shake from. Yeah, exactly. Right. Do I have to take dietary considerations into effect here? Let's like, say let's if... answer let's answer dietary restrictions, non dietary restrictions. Right. Sure. Okay. So if I could eat pizza for every meal. And like nutritionally, it sustains me. Yeah, that's then, your yeah, that's right. your non dietary restrictions. Yeah, pizza is my answer. If I had to be specific of what type of pizza, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I. Uh, the problem is I don't know if I want Defaro, which is my favorite pizza of all time. Every like I kind of want more of a middle of the road slice. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like I think I would take a Luigi's slice, which is just kind of like a very classic New York slice yeah, 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 of yeah. cheese pizza. If it has to be my meal every meal for the rest of my life, I I am gonna say, in terms of the thing that takes my own health into account, I'm gonna say the uh, the hippie hash from Fleetwood Diner in Ann Arbor because it's got everything. What is in it? Uh, I'm pulling up the recipe now, but it's like uh, it's 
it is everything. It's, um, you know, uh, eggs, cheese, vegetables, meats. Oh, so uh, this is your healthy answer. Truly everything. This is my like, but it's, but it's also like perfect drunk food because it is still like greasy diner food, oh, you know? So you're still going to die. Um, but it just, it has everything. Right. Yeah, I'm still going to die. Don't you worry. If I uh, and also hash browns. It's over a bed of hash Got browns. Got it. I mean, for, if it's if it's truly I have to eat this every meal the rest of my life. It might my real answer might be like a cob salad, like something that's going to like I was just I, I was going to say, yeah, like a like a chopped salad or something. I was thinking I would spice it up a little bit and make it like a a southwest chicken salad or something like that. You know? Yeah. Little... I mean, you're going to get tired of anything eventually. Yeah. But... I don't think I'm getting tired of the hippie hash. I'm going to be honest. It's like uh, broccoli. There's feta cheese. The, the feta is the cheese. So there's like a good kick of salt in there. I don't know. I think it's fantastic. It sounds like your healthy answer is not that healthy, though. But it's got vegetables, <laughs> so it counts. Um, I I couldn't do pizza. Pizza, I love pizza. It's like the best, but there's a way I feel... Because, I don't know, maybe because I eat half of a pizza every time. But even, like, the way my mouth feels and, like, I, I don't know. I love it, but it, there's there's a regret or a – I don't feel wonderful after eating it that I couldn't do every day. Yeah. But that right. would be really good. Pizza's That's a fair. great answer, though, because, like, you've got breakfast is covered. Cold pizza is great. Like, you're good to go. You grab a slice. You're on the road. Right, easy. It's convenient. Yeah, I'm sending. I'm sending to the chat. So, what is your uh, answer? What hippie hash looks like? I don't. I really don't know. I don't know what. Because I'm trying to like get as much oh, did flavor you guys? over here. I'm trying to get as much flavor okay. in uh, one. I'm trying to get greedy. Is what I'm trying to do. Is like order a yeah, dish that has good. like a bunch <laughs> of sides <laughs> with it. Uh, Ian, you've you've hit us with a great question. How about this? Let's let's shoot it back out to the cowards. You can only eat one food for the rest of your life. What is it? Uh, and then we'll come back next week with some some additional. Right, I'll responses. say pizza again. <laughs> uh, Ian, thanks. Uh, you fucking coward. I love it. Thank you for the email. If you like the podcast, please like and subscribe. Give us those five star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, uh, uh, we are at GambitBab on Twitter. Can remember, we're GambitBabish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, your possible routes for cutting across Florida, um, or we are one and only meals, um, send those to GambitBabish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. Aww. Love ya, cowards.